welcome back to the Optional Boss Podcast. We are your hosts, Josh and Tyler, and the Game Awards have come and gone. And, uh, yeah, Tyler, did you watch them this year? Well, you know, as people will come to find, this is our uh, second annual coverage of the Game Awards, and the second year in a row that I did not watch it. Oh, uh, dear. Yeah. Now, in all fairness... You had real-life obligations. I was busy, and they just happened, like, as of the recording this last night, and I still haven't actually had time to uh, actually watch them, and to watch them after they You're, you're going to find out some of the announcements tonight Well, <laughs> during this recording. That's the thing. So this, with the time that I have had available to me, I have seen a good chunk of the games announced, because, you know, that's, that's what we're all here for, is, uh, you know, Kegel's coming down and letting us know what our money's getting spent on in the next couple months. And also, I yep. guess the awards themselves. I did. I did glance upon who won what, but I off the top of my head, I couldn't tell you. So it's, it would be an interesting breakdown and comparison of our previous thoughts of who or what may uh, achieve the game of yes. the year's awards. So no, I didn't watch it. Did Was, did, did you watch it? I did watch it. I watched it the entirety, and uh, honestly, I'm. I'm going to preface this by saying it was a bit of a shit show, but uh, we'll we'll get into why here once we actually get into the topic at hand. But in the meantime, Tyler, what have you been up to? I have been busy. It is a busy time of year being... uh, Yes, tis the season. Tis the season indeed. And uh, so I haven't had much time for things, and the little time for gaming that I have had for me has been reserved for uh, continuing my journey in Amori, which, though going slowly... About fucking time. Yes, yes, it is. I'm I'm very much trying to finish it at least before the year's end. I don't have much time, but I I might have enough. I think I'm making a good progress with the time I have had. And it has been good. I am not going to get into really any of my thoughts on the game itself. We'll save that for a later date, but... I mean, I guess just for an impressions update for all those people who bugged me to play this game, including yourself. <laughs> uh, you know, it's it's pretty solid, just turn-based RPG. I like it's it's reigniting my joy of playing turn-based RPGs, which few and far between, but they are one of my favorite. And also, it's got a pretty wicked soundtrack. I'm 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 not gonna say like, you know, they don't stick in my head completely, but I like it when I'm playing the game, and that is important. And that that's that's one of the things I mentioned when I first played it. Uh, I'm pretty sure I said on the on a previous episode too. Is like the soundtrack isn't memorable per se, but it's very enjoyable. It's good in the moment music. That's for sure. It's it's weird. Yeah. It's weird like that. And uh, it it's I like its style. It's very aware of what it wants to be and does that very well. That, I think that's a good way to say it. Yes. Like you know. I like it without talking about it at all. It's essentially it. So yeah, I've just uh, been trying to plug away at Amori and uh, any <laughs> any uh, thing that you could call gaming, I guess we'll call gaming. It is it is something that will be mentioned in this game awards uh, discussion. Is uh, we play play more Monster Hunter now. You know, you Monster Hunter Pokemon Go. Just when I got free time, if I'm just sitting in the car somewhere or something like that, I'll boot that <laughs> up. And uh, my opinions have not changed on it. It is. A nice Pokemon Go clone. So that, that's been about it for myself. Uh, what about you? Uh, what have you been uh, gaming up to these days? So I'll keep it uh, short and sweet. Uh, played through 13 Sentinels. 
Uh, Aegis Rim out of your recommendation, and uh, it was a lot of fun. It's it's very uh, very unique. Very, it's weird because I enjoyed the visual novel aspect of it much more than the actual game. Well, and that's just it because and like, it's because I, I was I was just invested. I'm not a visual novel guy myself, but no. it's. So do you now understand what I mean about it's not really one of those games you want to talk to other people about to recommend? Yeah. Yeah, like you it it's like I'm not going to say it's plot is it's bonkers, but it's not messy, right? So Right. But you can't really give people a breakdown of it. It doesn't spoil it, but it confuses it and you really just have to say like it's a it's a kind of a one of a kind thing. Shit happens. Check it out. It's cool. A lot of stuff <laughs> happens. Um, but I'm glad you enjoyed it because it's one of those things where if you're not going to, you'll never be able to experience. Like, it's kind of hard when you have a game that you know is good, but you just can't kind of gra- like get in with the gameplay or something like that. And, you know, we've both mentioned that here. Like, we have a passing fancy for strategy games in the sense that We've played a few, but they're not a genre of choice by any means. Absolutely. Or visual novels. Or visual novels. It's two two completely different genres that either of us would ever touch. And then they're in one. Eh, yeah, it's really good. You know, I've dabbled <laughs> my Fire Emblems and stuff like that. They're okay, but it's not something sure. I go, Arc, Arc I go crazy for. Yeah, Ark the Lad. Um, you know what uh, it has made me think of picking up? And I wanted to get it, and I never got it. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's Digimon Survive because it's also a tactics based visual novel, right? Yeah, uh, and so I don't know. Maybe sometime next year I might pull the trigger on that. And uh, Vanillaware did Thirteen Sentinels, right? Yeah, Vanillaware. Oh, oh, they made they, some they just came out with games. a new game. Did it come out or is it coming out? Because I remember they announced a new game for next year. Uh, I believe it's coming out on everything. And it has a really, really dumb name. <laughs> Something about unicorns. Yeah. Oh, wow. It wasn't Project Maybe unicorn, it's coming out. But Unicorn Overlord. A- anyways. That's what it is. Um, yes. And it basically looks like if Fire Emblem was made by not Nintendo. <laughs> I don't know. So, it, lo- it looks all uh, right. I might get it. Moving on, yeah. because we do got a lot to to get through tonight. Uh, now I'm in the middle of playing Cyberpunk 2077. Again? For the first time since launch. Yeah, I was going to say, you got it for PS5, like, right when it dropped, right? Or was it PS4? PS4. Right, right. PS4. PS5 didn't exist And uh, I never finished it. I'm caught up to where I was. So, put that in perspective as you will. But, uh, yeah. It's, it's, it's been a great time. I have heard nothing my, but my time. good things about Cyberpunk these days, which, again, does my heart good, because that was one of those things where there was very much a good product about to be delivered, and then hype made into corporate speed-up and over-promises. And... Yep. Kind of like Hello Games, which we're going to talk about later on tonight, too. We are. Um, any Anything else? Those seem like some pretty beefy games to be getting into, so... Yeah, um... Oh, I did do a playthrough of Silent Hill 1 and uh, Symphony of the Night. Oh, Symphony of the Night. So, okay. Uh, we'll save this one for another one, but I just want to, you know, yay, nay, meh. 
Okay, so, um, no. No. It, it, it's fine. See, that's why I give it a solid meh. Yeah, and I know that's going to piss some people off, but, uh, yeah, didn't, I had fun with it, but I didn't care for it. And I think it's because they've done it so much better with Circle of the Moon and Aria of Sorrow and all that shit. I mean, it's, it's not aged well. So and the final fight is garbage. Yeah, the final fight is not. The, the not whole as reverse castle is stupid. It's bat simulator. Yeah, it's it's it had a lot of now you could do a really good deep dive on Sympathy of the Night. This is an incredible game for its time. And you know For its time. It's got a lot of amazing innovations for the time that they have further innovated. Like for my money, if for a Metroidvania style Castlevania, Order of Ecclesia. Like that. That's my pick. If not, Aria of Sorrow. Like, they've just... There's so many better options than Symphony of the Night now. Yep. So. Yep. But, but so I'm Symphony glad... Symphony of the Night is good for its time. I'm glad to and hear I'm that glad you I've have... Yeah, given it a go. And uh, as for Silent Hill, I just feel... That's for you. That's like me playing a Mega Man game. It's just kind of almost a relaxing little... Ah, it's fun. Well, th- this was the second time I did Silent Hill 1. Hmm. So that was, uh, that was fun because I didn't remember it all that much silent hill one was my first silent hill game so took me ages the first time because i was a big scaredy cat and now i'm kind of more adjusted to horror games spooky foggy and, game uh, yeah spooky foggy game with uh yeah cults Ooh. but yeah so that's what i've been up to and uh let's uh let's wrap this segment up let's not ramble too much and we will cue up some music and get into the game awards yeah. for 2023 So Game Awards have come and gone, and uh, so Tyler, you didn't see them. I did watch them all. Um, the reveals were fine. The awards were okay. That sounds pretty uh, mediocre. Yeah, it's. I got a lot of gripes, and a lot of things need to be kind of said, and I'm gonna try and. Say it as upbeaty as I can. You know what's actually um, weird about that? You, like, so I didn't watch it, and I got a a brief overview, I guess you'd say, of the things that were announced and the award winners and all that. And even yep. I kind of thought, like, don't get me wrong, there's some really cool stuff that was announced, but the, as a whole, it is kind of kind of unimpressive. And the sad part about that is this was a crazy year for video games. It absolutely was. Yeah. So, I I don't even know where to start. I'm I'm trying to get my my thoughts together. Uh, through the award show, the thing was just over three hours, I believe. Yeah. You know how many were actually spent? Uh, speeches, awards given out, and uh, announced. So, the the anything to do with awards? Hmm. Guess how long they spent on that? Um. I'm going to say 
40 minutes. 18 minutes. Oh, just speed running it. Yeah. You know what? That's 18 minutes of a three hour show to do 31 categories. That's wow. That's that's like two categories a minute almost. When when the game of the year got announced and they went up on stage, we'll talk about who actually it was later. Um, they lost some good team members during the development of their game. And like as they're saying away? that they want, yeah. Oh, that's horrible. They passed away due to cancers and some other stuff. I didn't read too much into how they died. Just they did pass. Yeah. And it's unfortunate. Um, so they're up there for maybe 20 seconds giving thanks. And they're saying they really want to dedicate this to some of the people who passed. And they, they already started playing the music. They were up there for less than 20 seconds. Wow. As they're trying to dedicate their award of the game of the year to dead co-workers. Well, not only that. You and the think... sign is flashing. The teleprompter is flashing. Please wrap it up. Jeez. Yeah. It, Eight, it, this is this is part of the 18 minutes of that three hours. It, it really has just become the game announcements as opposed to the game awards when that's actually how they're going to be going about it. Because you think for winning the game of the year, you would give them... You know, maybe one or two minutes to give their speech, have their kind of moment to celebrate. They had a six-minute segment for the Muppets, not to do any announcements, but just talk about how Gonzo ha- likes eggs. Was was the Muppets, were they <laughs> one, that's weird, but were they the uh, yes. the Al Pacino of this year? Were they the ones that were like, we, we don't know why we're here, but hey, they gave us money. No, no, it was all scripted and they had uh, celebrities going on for ages. And of course, I mean, Jeff Keighley and his weird obsession with Hideo Kojima. Oh, they're just the bestest buds. Oh my god, that, that whole thing went on for 11 minutes to give us a t- uh, trailer of people talking into the microphone. That, that trailer, we're not at game trailers yet, but that trailer made me mad. And you know what the best part is? It made me mad in a way that I was not even mad about that because it was goddamn Kojima. It's like, yeah, this is something you do, isn't it? It is. Yeah. And the fact that that got more time and didn't get told to be wrapped up Meanwhile, someone's dedicating their their hard work to people who have passed, friends, family. Yeah. Yeah, that's no one no one who actually went on stage had more than 30 seconds. Maybe maybe that's at the 20 second mark they started playing music for everyone. Sometimes earlier with this teleprompter at the back of the room saying, "Please wrap it up." So, I know that they said that they were going to be stepping up essentially their security efforts due to last year's debacle and I'm wondering if his entire plan now is okay. No one on my stage except my buddies. Yeah, I don't. No I don't feel safe unless I know you. Well, here, here's the thing: when you need to have your words translated because you're, oh, I always forget this guy's name. So bad. Uh, the guy who's in charge of Zelda now. Oh, Eiji Anuma. Yes, Eiji yeah. Anuma. When he's on stage accepting an award for. Legend of Zelda, and he needs to be translated. 
<laughs> and he gets up, takes the award, and then the screen starts flashing, please wrap it up, before he even gets a word out. I saw that he was rushed right Fuck off, off. Straight, uh, stage. Yeah, like this man traveled a long way to be here. Let him have say a few words. Yeah. So, oh, oh, that's dirty. The, it, it's an embarrassment. The fact that there was no talk about all the amount of layoffs this, this year. This year has been fantastic for actual games coming out. However, the industry is in shambles. Well, not only that. The amount of layoffs from every big company. Like, it's casual talk to say 900 people were let go. Well, and that's fucking disgusting. On top of that, you also have things like there's the whole Screen Actors Guild and uh, writer strike that's going on. And I don't know the actual like ramifications of it, but these are things that are required for video games. And I would not be surprised have also affected a lot of stuff like that and a lot of people's lives. And, you know, we don't we don't have to become the full blown uh, support rally here, but these things do suck. Yeah. And the fact that there's no mention of it. But we're going to give... It's, it's just kind of disgusting. We're going to get the Muppets up here for a little while. It'll be okay. Yeah, let's let's get the Muppets up here talking about how they they like eggs for six minutes. I mean... Or an actor. I believe he was an actor anyways. If I got that wrong, I apologize. But uh, he had a broken foot. Hang on, I got a broken foot. Or uh, what's his name? Anthony Mackie? Uh, damn it. I'm bad with names. Yeah, I can't say who I know. Actor. Actor. He was in the event. Uh, Captain America. Um, yeah, yeah. Still wouldn't know. Not, not, not the best actors. He, he was in Twisted Metal anyways. And he gets up on stage and he's, he's telling people that he loves them and then telling them to shut up and just wasting so much time. Oh. So we're just... I, and then actual devs. Th this is an award show to appreciate what developers have done and made. Meanwhile, you got actors up here <laughs> telling people to shut up and they he loves them. I don't. Or sorry, it's taken so long. I got a broken foot. I think I think a bad trend started with uh, Keanu Reeves and nothing against Keanu Reeves, but it seems since he showed up at the Game Awards a couple years back to announce Cyberpunk, funny enough, look at that going full circle. Uh, yeah. It seems there's been a, a much heavier presence and you know as, as much as i might have my gripes with vin diesel at least that man is involved with game development yes he he's actually done some programs, which is mind-boggling to me but yeah nope. I'm, I'm i can appreciate that though the more you know the more you know like matthew mcconaughey announcing a game that was like six minute generic sci-fi trash is that is that i think i know what game you're talking about and i have a i have a rant for that yeah. when we get to that yeah. But uh, should we so, should we get into some of these here winners? Let's I I'm wanted to get that out before we actually started talking about some of the stuff, just because it needs to be said. You did you did have say you had quite the angry rant pent up and uh justifiably so. That would be a pretty hard show to watch. Yeah. yeah. Uh fuck Jeff Keeley till he can fix this show. Oh Keegles, you done fucked up. So let's get on to the awards, and then we'll go on to the announcements. Yeah, how's that sound? That sounds that sounds like and, a fine uh, plan. I I don't remember the order that we did this last time. Uh, I know we did it bottom to top, so I believe the first one was esports game. Yes. Okay. So what did we say? I said Counter Strike Two. Yeah. You said Valorant. 
And I win. And the winner was Ballarant. <laughs> no, it's me. <laughs> I win. It's you. Yes. Um, <laughs> what is Valorant? I forget. Uh, it's like a first-person shooter, I, right? I think so, yeah. All right. I, I don't remember. I think I just said it because it wasn't the other things. <laughs> Again, it's not our style of game. Good. If you play it, fantastic. Um, I hope you enjoy it. Good, good for good for Valorant though. Congratulations. Uh, I was content creator next. This yes. is where we're flexing our we don't know muscles. I remember we both. Okay, so we both nominated people make games because that sounded comfortable and safe to us. Yes. It was uh, so and Iron Mouse won. Uh, this looks like a VTuber. Um. It is a VTuber. So that that's kind of neat because I know some people are are down with the VTuber stuff and it is a bit niche. It's, so to see something niche kind of win is kind of neat. It's kind of been becoming its own brand of content creation. And you know what? It it feels a little... But Spreen... <laughs> still sounds like an injury. Or Quackity. Or Quackity, yeah. And then... It's and Cypher PK just sounds like it, it. Cypher PK, no offense to whoever this may be, if they ever happen to listen to that, but that sounds like the kind of name you would see in a list of like bot players in a video game that it was auto generated. <laughs> yep. Maybe that's how he got it. I don't know. But uh, yeah, mo- moving on. So, uh, next one. Is most anticipated game. This one I remember. And that is Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Yeah, we that's were a point for both of us. We were both pretty torn on this one because it, you know, that and Hades. But I mean, Final Fantasy's got to take that one. And Re- realistically, and, I think. Oh, we'll talk more about that later on because I know that that got a little bit of love. Yes. Yeah. Uh, next up is best adaptation. This one we we talked about this one before. We're both yes. wrong. We're both wrong. Yeah. We both said Mario, yeah. and it was The Last of Us. And, and that kind of surprised me. That was until Tyler kind of pointed it out to me that uh, Last of Us, there's a lot of people who watch Last of Us that aren't into video games. Yep. yep. And that makes sense to me. But I. At the same time, but I, I feel like I heard about Super Mario Brothers a lot more. And I think Super Mario Brothers did a lot more. Like, it had a really big almost nuclear blast size effect, right? Because it was like a really good... People were wary of this movie like crazy. But... Oh, absolutely. If we're going to go... And I don't think they thought this hard about it, but I did because I do that sometimes. If we're going by like the actual (laughs) word adaptation, then Last of Us is more of an adaptation as where Super Mario movies is more of... uh, I don't want to say taking inspiration because it is Mario, but... It's not... It's its own thing. Yeah, it's not like a Mario story that's been told, per se, right? So, But it's a Mario story with the song Peaches in it. It does have Peaches in it. This is true. But <laughs> that one's, yeah, kind of a shame to see, but uh, good good for Last of Us, though. It, I've heard nothing but good things, so... I, I did enjoy it. Uh, we both have a mutual friend who absolutely loves Last of yep. Us, uh, the games. Hated the show. Whatever they have done wrong. Um, I don't know. I don't know. But I have also, you know, I've heard from people like, people think, yeah, my parents are watching Last of Us. And like, they don't know what that is. And it's like, no. So it yeah, it had mass appeal fair. in that kind of, and it's weird because like we're kind of like well past the zombie genre, but I guess it came with a high pedigree out. It was well made. So, yeah. So I'll say this about Last of Us. There's not a whole lot of zombies in the show. They're not even technically zombies. 
but you know, I feel like it's more about okay, the people. But it is. Yeah, so it's the stories amongst them. Will I watch it one day? Who knows? I'd say do it if you ever get the chance. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see if I have to. I have to beat Amori before I can even think about watching a video game show. Blink. <laughs> uh, uh, best multiplayer. So this is going to be the. We both got this wrong. The beginning of a I trend. I said Diablo Four. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I said uh, Diablo Four. You said Street Fighter Six. Yeah, I was looking over this and I was like, Mario Wonders, like you know, not a bad game, but I don't see it as a multiplayer game. So, but yeah, so. Baldur's Gate 3 won. And I love how the director of Baldur's Gate 3 showed up to the Game Awards in a suit of armor. And was serious about going going to war for the war awards. Uh, oh, he was. Uh, I guess this is the start of, like, the snowball effect for, uh, spoilers, Baldur's Gate 3 here at the Game Awards. Yes. Yeah. But this is also one of those ones that I'm never, I'm never really going to be upset, like... If this, I'm not going to roll my eyes because this game, from what I've heard, deserves all the recognition it's going to get. Absolutely. So, yeah, well, best multiplayer. That sounds like. Yeah. Oh, oh. That, that one threw me off. <laughs> best sports and racing. I don't. Hold you on, got... hold on. I want to try to remember what I said. Okay. Was I dumb enough to say Hot Wheels? Uh, yep. Thank God. <laughs> oh, I feel so much better knowing that. Okay. Uh, Forza, though. Makes sense. Yes. It's, it's a pretty high-pedigree racing franchise, so. It looks beautiful, too. That's one thing they always do, is they always have, like, I remember the first Forza on the original Xbox 360, and compared to anything else you could get on any other console, like, it was just a racing sim, sure, but wow, it was pretty. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, but good. And, uh, nice to see. Yeah, this, this next one, though, is kind of a, kind of an interesting winner. But also kind so, of an interesting situation. I I forget if I mentioned it, it or if one of us mentioned it during our last episode. But uh, best sim and strategy, three of the five are Nintendo IPs. Yep, that's bizarre. But uh, we both said Pikmin Four, and the winner was Pikmin Four. Pikmin Four. So so what are we what are we at that's so amazing. far for points? Three for three. All right, that's a that's a nice uh, or three v three. That's a that's a good spot to be right now. Okay. <laughs> uh, yep. Good for Pikmin though, because it's not really like the game that comes to mind when you think strategy and sim. And here we are. No. So. So uh, next up is best family, and we both said Super Mario Wonder, and it was Super Mario Wonder. Yeah, I'm I'm sorry, but. Sega, you just put out Sonic Superstars at the worst possible time. <laughs> oh, the same week, if I'm not mistaken, as Mario Wonder. Yeah, I think so. Honestly, I don't think the other one stood a chance, though. I mean, I've heard nothing but amazing things about Mario Wonder. Pikmin, you you got an award. You can sit back down. Uh, I don't know what Party Animals is, but the thumbnail, it doesn't, make, it doesn't do anything for me. No. And Disney Illusion Island is actually interesting to see nominated at all. Like, I guess it is very family-oriented. But people got hyped for this game, and when it came out, no one cared. Yeah. So, sorry, Mickey. It's too bad. You're in the public IP now. Yeah. <laughs> Soon. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> best fighting game. This is a pretty foreign category to both of us for the most part, but uh looks like I my vote locked in and won at Street Fighter Six. 
We both got that Street Fighter Six. Yeah, I just so for, foreign to us or not, we did we done did good. Yeah, I I think even as a non fighting game, you were even saying like Street Fighter Six looks kind of sweet. So yeah, that that, that says we we've got good taste. <laughs> yeah. Uh, un- so next up, best RPG, and uh, Baldur's Gate Three. So. As much as I wanted to see Liza P win an award, it's not. It's. It's. I don't think of it as an RPG. I know it's an RPG, but like, I'm not going to be but upset. But you about said it. Liza P. Of course, I said Liza P. It was great, <laughs> but that doesn't mean I'm like expecting it to win. That's what you guess. This is why I don't bet on horses. Because <laughs> you just like the name. No, I just pick the one I like. They'll be. They, that's that's where I put my faith. Uh, but Baldur's Gate just. It's kind of the RPGist RPG of the year. So. Yeah, it, it's Dungeons and Dragons. Like it is the RPG, and so it is good. Good for it. Sorry, see you stars, but hey, we'll we'll talk again later. Yep. Uh, best action adventure. So this was one I probably could have got, but I didn't. I said uh, Resident Evil Four remake. Uh, it was Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom. Did I say Zelda? You did say Zelda. Probably because it's the only one I played. Yes. So I've heard there's a bit of ire about the fact that Spider-Man didn't really do too good. Spider-Man was nominated for seven, seven different awards, and they didn't get a single one. Yeah, and so this is something that I... But it's it's funny people are comparing it to Baldur's Gate. You know what, I'll... I'll... And saying, how did this dice game win? <laughs> and then show a cinematic from Spider-Man 2 and saying, this is better. Yep. Better is subjective. And also, well, yeah. we're not there yet. We're we're not there yet. So, but Zelda for best action adventure, I'm not surprised. So, That's pretty so, good. It's a it's a good action adventure game, and I think it is the category it belongs in, not RPG. Not that it was, but I know a lot of people like Zelda. Don't, no, it's an action adventure game. Zelda Two was the only RPG. Best action action, however. <laughs> We have uh, Armored Core 6, which I think this is the only category they were even in. Yep. Yeah. And they won it. And that was uh, both our guesses. Cool. I That's that's one for add to the pile for hopefully next year if I can find a nice cheap copy of it. Because it, it looks really cool. It does. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't uh, see anything best, edging that out. But yeah, what, what, what's next? Best VR and AR. And this came down to your pick, actually. Uh, Resident Evil Village VR mode. What did you pick? I picked Horizon. That's so weird to think about. <laughs> that said, I know that Horizon is a VR game, as where Resident Evil is a game in VR. Yes. So. Like, Horizon Call of the Mountain was made just for VR. Yeah. Where, I don't know about humanity, I don't know about Synapse, but... Resident Evil was an addition. I think I think because people like looking at some things, and by things I mean certain people in Resident Evil Eight. So <sighs> that might that might play a part in it that, as well. That, uh, Plus, it's you know sc- scary v uh, scary VR games usually leave a pretty good impact. Yes, like I would love to play RE Seven in VR, and I'm sure I would be terrified of it. So yeah, that that yeah yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, and PT and VR, and just like a, there's a similar reaction that we're gonna have for this best mobile game, uh, 
Yeah. I think you said Ever Crisis, right? No, I said Terra Nil. Oh, right, Terra Nil. Was... No, no, I said I said Monster Hunter now. Oh, you did? I think that's what I did. Yeah. I think we're both wrong. It is. It was. We were both wrong. Honkai Star Rail. It's. I mean, that's kind of obvious. It, it was. It's Genshin Impact in space? Question mark. Yeah. I I completely forgot there was a Hello Kitty game in these nominations though. So. <laughs> <laughs> Neat. Uh, uh, best debut indie game. What even does was, that mean? I think it's from a new studio. Oh, by a new independent Possibly. studio. I should read more. Yeah. yeah, and uh, it was it was Cocoon. I don't know yes. anything about this game. I don't either. Uh, Annapurna backed it, so clearly there's something behind it. Seems very uh, artsy. One thing that... Th- this is something that I'm going to bring up. Uh, another part of my rant I kind of forgot about. Um, people are review bombing Cocoon. For winning? Right now. Yes. Source. Oh, wait, are these Pizza Tower fans? Yep. <laughs> this is... They're buying the game, review bombing it, refunding no, it. No, this is why people hate fandoms, because people do stuff like this. This is why, yes. as much as I love Hollow Knight, and, you know, I think Undertale's okay, I, I can't call myself a dedicated fan, because their fandoms are... Fandoms are dumb. Very passionate but, people. Uh, no, that's being childish. Oh, yeah. Very, very childish. That's not passion. That's that's childish. Passion about being childish. Uh, congratulations to Cocoon. Yeah. Seems artsy. Fuck the haters. Yeah. But although, uh, that said, Pizza Tower does look pretty good. It does. Yeah. But uh, best indie game, just indie game, which, you know what? Doesn't matter with the controversy about Dave the Diver and the size of their studio, because Sea Stars won. Yes, and this one made me actually happy. I'm guessing that was both this of our was votes. Not... Yes, it was. Yep. Now, one thing that was kind of sad is this was one of the ones that uh, he just brushed through. Aww. So there, there was a bunch of awards that uh, he just kind of stood in front of the camera, said, okay, best indie game, Sea of Stars, best debut indie game, Cocoon. And it was just like snap, rapid fire. Like he did, he'd do five in a row the si- in like 30 the seconds. sizzle reel winners absolutely that's a shame that's all right the people who know sea of stars know and uh yeah, yeah. Sea, sea of stars is wonderful if you haven't played it play it uh <laughs> i haven't once you're done amori I, I can't wait to play it uh best community support which uh is another one taken home by Baldur's gate three yes we both said cyberpunk well we were both wrong. I mean, you've been playing it, so you're supporting it. And really, at the end, that's, hey, you know what? If we go to the next category, it's all right. It made up for it. Yeah. <laughs> this is true. Yeah, best, best. And that's a point for both of us. Ongoing with Cyberpunk. Did we both say Cyberpunk for best ongoing? Yeah. It's funny. You said uh, how Jeff Keighley was, like, rapid-firing these ones, and now we're just going to rapid-fire some of these ones. <laughs> yeah, well, we, we are. What? But we've already given more time. It's true. Uh, the the most confusing category of all, games for impact. I don't yes. I don't know this one. New. No. no, it's it's Tachia. Chia. Chia. Yeah. We got nothing on this yeah. one. Sorry, Sorry people. It might be good. I I don't know. Uh, innovation and accessibility always an interesting talking point of a 
of a category, which we aren't really going to, but neat that it's Forza. Yeah, that's uh, unexpected. Yeah, but... So I said Diablo 4 and you said Spider-Man. Spider-Man's got to do more, apparently. It's not... Yes. <laughs> well, well, but it's kind of cool to see that it's Forza just because, you know what? Giving anyone the ability to race really cool cars? Yeah, I'm on board. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's pretty sweet. No, that's that's fantastic. So, uh, oh, I did did you win this category? Best performance? Yeah. No. Oh, oh, that's right. I said neither of us. I did. said Yuri Lewenthal, and I think you said Idris Elba. No, you said Ben Starr. I said Ben Starr. Yeah. Who? <laughs> okay. So this is great. Um, following him on uh, Twitter since he became the voice of. Uh, Clive yeah. in Final Fantasy 16. And he posts some of the best stuff. Like, he just has fun with his job. Uh, when Charles Martinetti uh, retired from being the voice of Mario, yeah. he was doing videos from his uh, wherever he lives. Uh, ben Starr was. Uh, doing the Clive voice, but like, it's a me, Mario. <laughs> And he'd just be like, I'm the new voice of Mario. Nice. And just shit like that. Like, he just has fun. Um, so he was at the Game Awards. And he just got absolutely blinded by the light. And now he's just become a meme. Oh, like just with <laughs> him? He, just with like his eyes be blasted with light? Yes. Uh. To the point that Sony, uh, I think it was Sony UK, did a picture of him. And then beside it, it was the original PlayStation booting up with the white screen. Oh, cool. <laughs> Not wrong. That is a blinding but white light. Pretty much came on uh, on Twitter today, and he's like, I'm a meme now. <laughs> uh, hey. It's it's fantastic. It's a good way to get some recognition. Oh, uh, he, he just has fun with his with the job. Yeah. And I have nothing but respect for him. Yeah. Uh, but he didn't win. Uh, Neil... Nubon won. And this guy was actually, for what little bit of a speech he was able to get out, it was pretty heartwarming. Well, and it's also just another another pile of snow on that big snowball that is Boulder's Gate 3. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so one thing last year is Christopher Judge, who does the voice of Kratos, yep. was on stage. Uh, he presented this award. Oh, cool. And he started going on a little little long, and he's like, I'm not going to be as long as last time. I get it. It was eight minutes is too long for anything, I guess. Because, <laughs> yeah, eight-minute speech, that, that's a, that's too long. Yeah, it, that might also be why the awards didn't get much time to shine this year. Yeah, that's that's a stupid reason, though. Yeah. Um. But then <laughs> he goes right before he announces the award. And I'm sorry, it is a joke. Maybe the wrong place, wrong time. I know some people are upset. Some people think it's fucking hilarious. And I'm on the more hilarious side because you can't take life too seriously. Don't care. Uh, so Christopher Judge, he's like, okay, okay, I'm going, I'm going. Speech last year was longer than the Call of Duty campaign this year. <laughs> yeah, I am also very much on the side that uh, I think that's pretty good because I, well, one, I'm not a Call of Duty <laughs> fan, but two, just... Uh, I have friends who are Call of Duty fans, and they are a little pissed off about the campaign being 
less than three hours. Yeah, and especially the fact that uh, campaigns have been just getting more and more lackluster as the years go on. Yep. So, and I'm, I mean, I get majority of people buy for the multiplayer and stuff, but yeah, campaigns were good in the Call of Duty games. Cam, well, and a good campaign gives you a reason to go back to a game. Yeah. So, but yeah, just the fact that damn Kratos, God of War, says, "Oh, my speech last year was longer than the campaign of Call of Duty this year." Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a pretty impressive shot to make. So he he Con- considering. Uh, Call of Duty 3, or Modern Warfare 3, the one that just came out, is like mostly negative on Steam right now. Yeah. Or last time I looked, anyways. Uh, oh, well. Blame Activision. <laughs> People are going to start review bombing Cod, uh, God of War because of the Call of Duty insults. Yeah. Oh, no. Because people are petty. But uh, good for ne- uh, Neil. Yeah. Good job. Yeah, but uh, as for a different kind of uh, sound, we have best audio design. Which yes. I think this was my vote. Hi-Fi Rush. Uh, no. I said Dead Space, didn't I? You said Dead Space, ah. and I said Alan Wake too. Ah, because of them satisfying foot clanks. But for what I know about Hi-Fi Rush, that's really cool because it is a rhythmic beat 'em up. Yes, and it makes sense. That's a good place to have uh, good audio design. That's for sure. Uh, next up, best score and music. Do you agree? And uh, with the with the winner of this category. It is what I voted for. Yeah. Well, I asked because you actually so, played yes. through the game too, so. Yeah, no, I, I really enjoyed the music. It was very heavy orchestral, which kind of to be expected. Any Final Fantasy in the modern era is going to be very heavy orchestral. But done well. Uh, yes, done well. Well, good. Uh, the other ones I don't really know of. Well, here here's the thing. So I... Though... The music in Zelda was good. It was taking off of what Breath of the Wild did, where there wasn't many quote-unquote songs as there was just atmospheric noise. So I almost just disagree with it even being in this category. Yeah. It's probably what I voted for. No, you said Final Fantasy XVI. Good, good. I know better. All right. (laughs) So we both lost this next one. We both said Liza P., uh, best art direction, Alan Wake Two. So I gotta say, this falls down to one. It's, I like that horse's name. I want to see it run. Uh, but also, I mean, neither of us know nothing about Alan Wake Two. Yeah. So I'm not surprised we missed this one. It, this one also cleaned up a good handful of awards too. Like a couple. Yeah. I don't know. I thought Alan One or Alan Wake One was like reasonably niche like it had a like fan base but nothing massive right so yeah. it's kind of wild to see alan wake 2 going as hard as it does well i think it was uh it was certainly one that they said would never happen because of financing or financial reasons and then it kind of popped up and it's like hey we're doing it yeah and uh here it is winning best narrative as well which you know what? Yep. That is kind of surprising that next to a Final Fantasy game and a Dungeons and Dragons game, if you're taking that home, you're doing something right. Absolutely. Uh, we both got that wrong. I said Baldur's Gate three. You said Spider Man. I said Spider Man. Yes, because uh, you can't go wrong with Venom. I. It's true. Um, I also had more <laughs> faith in it than the people, I guess, because uh, it did. Wow, another one, really. Yep. So Alan Wake 2 for best game direction. 
This game just had a lot of good. That direction. one kind of surprised me. Yeah, like what? What did I say for this one, Zelda? Uh, no, we both said Mario. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Go, Mario! <laughs> well, I think our logic too was just the fact that like Mario had finally started doing something not so homogenous as they have for the last several years, right? And I, I think it was because we've we've uh, Mario finally started giving kids LSD. We like we like that horse. Bet on that horse. At, oh, we're we're finally at the uh, the official one. The finale. Yeah. So game of the year, which was, we don't have a drum roll. Uh, Baldur's Gate three. Good for it. Uh, that makes me waiting for my physical copy so I can start playing it yeah. even more exciting. Yeah. I I know I voted for Zelda just because I said like when the game came out. It, just because it came out this year, it's going to win Game of the Year. And wow, did I ever end up wrong, but not as wrong as yeah, I could have That's pretty amazing. It's incredibly impressive for, again, Baldur's Gate was always like, you know, known but niche. And here's the thing. From my understanding, and I don't think I have this wrong. I, I very much could, so if I do have this wrong, sorry, uh... I don't think Wizards of the Coast gave them any funding for it. They said, if you can fund it yourself, you can use the IP. That's wild. So this was, technically speaking, a fully independent game. Wizards of the Coast. That just won the Game Awards. Just go, nah, we need our money to print more cards that people don't want to buy anymore. <laughs> I say that, it's still making millions of dollars, but boy, as someone who lightly follows that game, and they just keep making people mad... Yep. Now, final tally? Uh, so how many did we actually do? Uh, I, There's 31 categories, and we didn't do 1, 2, 3, 4. We didn't do 4 of them. Okay, so we did what, 27 then? Yeah. Okay. So I got 11 out of 27. Yeah. Correct. You got out of 27? Yeah. You had 11 correct. That's weird. That is weird. So we each had, we each had eleven. What a that's pretty good. What an odd tie because it's not like we said the same thing for everything by any means. No. Weird. That makes it even better. Well, well, that just goes to show you, folks. We have statistics that we're both pretty inclined on what we're talking about, but we both have different views. Yes, also, and uh, clearly not as good as the judges, anyways. Well, yeah. Hmm. You know what, though? I will say this was a year that, like, games that on a standard year up against your more, like, common AAA games, uh, some more, some of the more expectedly obscure, like, Spider-Man didn't win nothing. Yeah. Zelda didn't and win as much as it could That game up. was pretty good from what I've understood. I've heard that it was bad. It just, I guess, not award-worthy. Well, just it had... Stiff competition. Yeah. Like I said, this is a crazy year for games. Absolutely. So, and speaking of which, should we get to the exciting part? Now that we're about 50 minutes in, yeah. Yeah. So, some of these we're going to quick fire by. Yep. Uh, some of them we will focus on. Uh, more pertaining to our interests. Yep. Uh, hopefully that is all right with everyone. Uh, first thing that was announced uh, during the pre-show was Brothers A Tale of Two Sons remake. Now, this is actually one that I've 
looked into a while back when it first came out on PC. Uh, never gone into, but it, it did pique my interest, and maybe I'll... I think it, I've fallen out of interest with it, but uh, with a remake around the corner? Yeah, maybe. My only thoughts on knowing this was announced, because I don't know much about this game. I do know that it was... It came out on Switch, and it got a limited printing from Super Rare Games. And I'm just wondering what happened to the value of those now that that got an S. Who knows? This next one I know you are very excited for. Uh, oh, this? It's funny, because I was watching this. Uh, I heard the name Daniel Mullins. And uh, if you don't know who 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 who, who he is... Um, Ponies, he did not owls. Po- Pony Island... Uh, the Hex and Inscription, which I just played through and Tyler's played a tiny bit of. I will play more. Uh, absolutely love his his wacky R, uh, ARG games. Uh, the Hex, fantastic. I played on release. Pony Island, I played pretty much on release. Or as soon as I heard of it, anyways, it's like, oh, this is very wacky. This is very fourth wall breaking. Inscription took me a little bit. Just because I was waiting on a physical, because I knew it was coming. And now Pony Island 2, Panda Circus. And this looks wacky as all hell. I'm excited. So, I'm, I... Can't, I can't say much. Yeah, I, I want to say is, I'm intrigued, but I, I'm going to have to obviously try Pony Island 1, let alone his other works, before I can uh, really say I'm hyped for it. But I'm intrigued. Now, did you watch the trailer of this? No, this is not one of the... There's actually these next couple, from the looks of it, I did not see trailers for. Actually, going down this list... Now, a couple I heard of, but the next one I did hear of was uh, Persona 3 Reloaded, which we'll we'll talk about that a little bit. But uh, run me down some of these next ones here. All right. Uh, this one I didn't actually see. Uh, I was busy trying to get involved in the uh, Steam OLED uh, Steam Deck giveaway. Hmm. Which was the shit show in itself. Uh, but the rise of the Golden Idol? Don't know it, but uh, yeah. Something, something, games on Netflix. Something, something, mystery Conspiracy game. mystery vibes with clues on notice board, red string everywhere. Yeah. Classic detective visual. Uh, a usual June? Yeah, didn't see anything on this one. And something about ghosts and monsters and spooky goings-ons. Uh Creepy, spooky skeletons. Have to have to look Maybe. into that because I know nothing about that. Um, what was I, Ark Knights Enfield? I feel like I, was this like uh, combat took cues from Near Automata? Oh, maybe I didn't see this. Did it look good? Oh, that's kind of cool. I didn't see this one either. Oh, you were trying to tell me about this one earlier. Harmonium. Yes, yes. You yes. had thoughts on this. So this is when I kind of got back to actually seeing it. Stop trying to play with the Steam Deck. Um, this, I'm trying not to be insensitive, but making a musical game about a deaf girl seems wrong. Depends on how they go about it, right? This seems like one of those things that could be, <laughs> I could safely say for a fact, if you, if you mentioned the premise, it, it's a little, a little hard to understand, um, but so like the the trailer had the girl in the game like doing sign language. Yep. Which I've never actually seen in a game I don't think. Hmm. So that was kind of neat to see. Uh very Disney like. Yeah. Uh but uh she's there with I believe oh god. 
memory's already fuzzy. Uh, there's a lot of announcements, to be fair. Uh, but I think it was her father, and she's, like, going to play music and something, and she gets, like, teleported into a whole other world. But, uh, yeah, Deaf Girl plays music. It could be a very interesting kind of just, you know, a very sweet story about someone who can't experience music experiencing music in their own way, which... Yes. That could be neat. Does it sound like something I would play? No, but maybe I'll look into how it is one day uh, once it's about. This I did see something about, but I didn't see any gameplay from the uh, makers of Dead Cells. They have a 3D game called Windblown. Yes. Uh, kind of think of uh, 3D like uh, isometric. Okay. From, from the bits of gameplay I did see. Uh, yeah, this looks actually pretty good. I'm I'm down for it. In, uh, Motion uh, Twin makes good, a good, good game. description. I see here. Good description that uh, I see here uh, is uh, looks like Dead Cells had a baby with Castle Crashers. Interesting. I mean, those are two things and I Castle like. Castle Crashers is great. Oh, I want yeah. that physical to show Dead up. Dead Cells is good. It's coming. It's yes. coming. It's coming. Oops. Um, Thrasher. Thrasher. What, what's um? Oh, from the developers from of the, the developers of Thumper. That was weird. That I didn't catch on. Uh, when I was watching this trailer, I will fully admit I kind of lost interest and looked away. There was a few of those for me for the few that I saw, and uh, yeah. So I don't. I Thumper is weird. It's kind of like a rail racing rhythm game, and yeah, I know it's highly praised by the people who've played it. It doesn't sound up my alley, but it doesn't sound bad. So. It is something that if you ever get an opportunity to try, you should. I mean, if this was announced at the Game Awards, at least it's got some level of interest, especially, and you know what? I'm going to say this right now. Even if it's a game I'm not interested, it still did something right if its trailer was gameplay. Because, oh, yes. oh, I have gripes about a lot Absolutely. of these. But uh, this one, this was one of the first big trailers I saw, as I mentioned earlier, so Persona 3 Reload. And this looks like... Almost like a better, stylistically anyway, like a better Persona 5, which I think is a really solid way to go about remaking this. Yep. And I mean, Persona 5 had a nice uh, nice art style to it. Well, I don't know much about Persona 3, but I know it was a very small feeling It was kind of the game. shift. Well, it was... It was the shift. It is the shift wasn't for it? the Persona series, but because there was also like Persona 3 portable and stuff. And so, for example... It'd be at the mall, but it would almost take a visual novel approach. Like, do you want to go here? Do you want to go here? You wouldn't, like, just 3D fully realized going around talking to people. And, like, looks like they just completely overhauled and expanded what this game was. And I don't know if I'll play it, but I am going to say that it has my interest. And it might actually be the thing that gets me to do a Persona. Maybe. Instead of Persona 5. That's interesting. Yeah, I think this would be an interesting uh, entry point because it's going back further in the franchise, but also doing something newer. This is true. Yeah. What is... Oh, that's not a game. That's something that happened. That's something that happened. Uh, uh, so, Exodus. Oh, this is... trailer made me mad. It's a CGI trailer that was so long. Sci-fi game doing sci-fi things in a sci-fi yes. world of space. Um, I don't know. It was six minutes of I don't care unless you show me gameplay. Well, they had to only make it like 20 seconds for a speech. But six minutes of Matthew McConaughey in... 
something that looks like it's out of Warframe, yeah. but it's not Warframe. You know, I don't even know what a video game is. I'm just so happy to be here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Al Pacino. Yeah, so I, I, I'm sorry. I don't care. Until you show me gameplay, I'm not going to care about this Exodus game. Yep. This sounds cool, though. This actually is the most intrigued I've been about a God of War ever. It's just DLC. Free DLC. Yes, free DLC. This is bizarre. It's a, it's a roguelike uh, so, God of War. Yeah, roguelike God of War. That sounds for, sick. Uh, free DLC for God of War uh, 2 Ragnarok. Yeah, like, I, I can see it getting kind of stale unless it's done really well, but I I liked what I saw. Like, it kind of yeah, kind of had that's... my interest, so I might try out the new God of War Frant series. It's like, I know it's the same, the new ones. Yes, the 2018 and 2021, or Ragnarok. We, we could say Ragnarok. We could just say Ragnarok. It's much easier on my brain. Yeah. Um, the, the, the next one is Big Walk, and this is by House House. What did they do? Uh, same people who did... Goose? Same people who did Goose Game. Oh, okay. I don't know what this is, but so, it makes me... Are they, are they like the dipping this, birds? It kind of looks like it, yeah. Huh. I don't really know what you'd look but it's a lot of like these weird oh, looks like the dipping birds actually um, yeah. now that you say that and just a lot of pointing in the trailer and little like pengu sounds like I don't know but I mean I, I thought Goose Game was incredibly charming so I'm just going to keep my eye on this just because it's those devs now the biggest dick tease I didn't realize House House was in Australia but biggest dick tease by fucking Jeff Keighley Uh-oh. is saying this small team in Australia has been working very, very hard on their new game. And people oh, have been no. anticipating <laughs> them to come out with a new game. Oh, that hurts. And if if you're in the know, yep. uh, a lot of people are waiting on Silk Song, which is done by a three-man team down in Australia. Yep. yep. Uh, so then this game came out <laughs> with a little bit <laughs> Bird little look at things going wah, 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 wah. Wouldn't it be hilarious if that's all Silk Song was this whole time? <laughs> it's just a bird game. Yep. It's not it's not even a Hollow Knight game. You you've been fooled. Um But yeah, big big walk. I wanna see more on it. I I I'll probably give it a shot just because. So this next one we've known about for a little while now, and it just got a little bit more info, which is the uh, new Prince of Persia game, which is uh taking well it's a full-blown metroidvania now and this was like what a demo announcement trailer was there a demo i saw prince of persia and i kind of lost it uh there's a demo coming out i'm doing a really good job here i'd say uh (laughs) sometime next month like january 20th or something like that and i've heard this is actually really good so the fact that a demo is coming out makes me think like i will at least try that I mean, if it is a demo, then yeah, why not? I mean, you got nothing to lose. A little bit of time, but I'm, you're going to know whether you should spend money or not. I'm glad that there is a demo, yeah, for that exact reason, because I do like a solid Metroidvania, and it's kind of cool when they do this with these legacy franchises. You know, they can... I've heard nothing but good things about, I think it's Strider got a Metroidvania, like in the Xbox 360 arcade or something, and it was really good. Okay. I never played it, but there's a lot of opportunity for these IPs, but... I also have known Prince of Persia to never be games I've been interested in, so I wasn't willing to drop the forty to eighty dollars on whatever this might be on. Yes, so, absolutely. 
But uh, uh, Lego, Fortnite, Fortnite, and Lego. <laughs> yeah, so uh, this is a new survival game mode in Fortnite, and in the first 24 hours, someone made the Twin Towers and exploded them. Oh. So give people the power, and they will explode things in a very inhumane manner. Yeah, that's a shame. I like I like Lego. I've I've been although I'm I'm, I'm going to say this when I was looking at it, it's like oh this is just going to be Lego Fortnite. Oh, but maybe not. This actually looks pretty good. Good. Like this this could be something really really neat. Like is a brickster going to fucking make a return back? That would be great. That would um, be. Very... Then it came up saying it was Lego Fortnite. And it's like oh uh, oh so that was before it... but, oh. Yeah. You you watch you watch the actual trailer though and it's it makes me really want like a Lego Island 4. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's weird. That is weird. Uh next up and they did a live performance for this and that was really really kind of neat. Um Senua's Saga Hellblade 2. Wasn't this already announced? It was announced. Um it's a got a release window now, uh, 2024. We'll so actually wait and see on that. But I kind of noticed a bit of a trend with a lot of these announcements, and I think a lot of these were like pre-COVID announcements. Yeah, maybe. So uh, I think Hellblade Two was announced last year. Okay, well, there's there's a couple that I pointed out, and I even noticed. But uh, so I haven't had much interest in Hellblade, but I watched some stuff about Hellblade One. And it seems like a pretty unique game. And I might try it, but it's kind of a, eh, we'll see. You should give it a shot if you get the chance, because it's fucking wacky. That's what I, and I like, so, the the best thing I heard about it is there's no dialogue in that game, except for the dialogue coming from her own thoughts. And that's a really cool yes. concept, so. Yes, and... Like to the the team behind it for the first game, anyways, they went and studied inside mental asylums that, for psychosis. That's a, that's a pretty in depth research. They went all out to get this right. As this uh, Hellblade One was, I believe, the team's first self published thing. Okay. So it was all on them, and they did a really good job, and it came out pretty pretty good. Uh, I never finished it. I need to go back. Uh, and I do have a VR version, and that's terrifying. Ooh, that would be a so interesting I might have to VR do that. experience, especially with the voices. Ooh, yes. oh, that would be cool. Um, but move. But what I, what I did play was really good. Hellblade 2, I'm happy to see it. And this was a gameplay trailer where before it was cinematic only. Yes, I do remember the last trailer was cinematic only. So uh, what is this next one? So this is, I don't, is this another, I didn't really get it. Is this another cinematic trailer? Artsy. I don't remember seeing any gameplay in it. It was very, very strange, the whole like introduction, because I guess she didn't have a publisher. Oh. And it was very artsy, and she was very bubbly on stage uh, from, I want to say, Tokyo, I, I think. Uh, Japan somewhere, anyways. So it was all subtitles and a lot was going on. And then the trailer came and it was just very artsy. Oh. I don't. I don't know. I'd have to look up a trailer. Uh, but it's a uh, Kimuri. Yeah. 
Kimuri. People are running and doing cool things. Is what I'm seeing here. Yep. I, I don't know, but uh, this this next one's I guess from the makers of Ori, which yes. I want to say sounds cool, but I've also voiced my opinions on how those games just don't got it for me. Yes, and this has much more of a 3D look to it. Seems seems more like Diablo, but it looks fantastic. See, when you read that sentence, uh, just out of its own, it makes it sound like Diablo's bad. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't look like there was much information on it, though. No, a little bit of gameplay. Uh, it's it's going to be one of those... It's spectacle to watch. Mm. As expected. Although, going 3D kind of takes away from some of that spectacle that you saw in Ori games. Ah, see? I, I think my thoughts on this are, are good for them. It's nice to see them still working. I, I can't say their work is for me, but maybe this will be. I don't know. Yeah. But. Uh, next one, which just came out uh, the day of the awards, uh, Avatar The Frontier of Pandora. Uh, apparently this is pretty good. Is it a game? Uh, yeah. Oh. It's a game on the PS5. Apparently it's it looks absolutely stunning. Hmm. I don't know much on it. They didn't show a trailer or anything. It was like a still screen that they showed. It's like, don't forget, Avatar, it's back. And it just came out. Oh, uh, and then and then the Muppet came. The Muppet Gonzo here talking about eggs yep. um, and Zelda and getting chased by chickens. Good, good. Okay, so this next this is reveal a big deal. was... This is a really big deal. Fucking wacky. Yeah. Oh. It was 90 seconds, five games. So I, this is one of the things I've been most excited about. And I will say the first half of this trailer was really dumb. But all of the stuff that was video games was so cool. And so this is, I guess, remakes or possibly new entries. But uh, No, the, these are all new ent entries. Well, I see, I don't know about that because I was watching some stuff and there's some details hinting that these are remakes of some of these old games. But it's Sega just finally doing something cool. Uh, they're putting out Jet Set Radio, Crazy Taxi, Golden Axe, Streets of Rage, Shinobi, and that's like, they're like, and this is just the start of just, we're pumping out a bunch of new games in our old IPs. And yeah, so... I was watching something about this, and if this is the case, and if also, if this is the direction that game companies are going to start going, this could be really cool. So, Shinobi. Mass respect for your Sega. Yeah, so Shinobi, right? They had a really interesting hand-drawn art style, and it almost looks like it's going to be a Metroidvania now, right? Yeah. So, that is being made by the people who made Streets of Rage 4. Ooh. So, what this implies is that Sega has cherry-picked a bunch of smaller studios, because all of these look very, not cheap, but not AAA. Indie. Yeah, they, they indie would be a good way to put it. And so it seems like they are just getting out their IPs to capable devs and finally doing stuff with it. And they all look cool. Golden Axe looks really cool. It's probably just going to be a basic 3D beat-em-up, but still... More impressive. And than... here's the thing: like the people working on those games are the people, same people who grew up with them originally. Yes, this is what they thought they so saw. They, they have the passion. Yeah, um, and just also like we're getting some franchises that people have been begging for, like Crazy Taxi, and Jet Set Radio, yeah. um, even Streets of Rage look really cool. And the best part about it was, is it wasn't just 
hey, we're releasing a compilation of games, so you have another way of playing Sonic 2. <laughs> um, no, this is really cool. No, this this is fantastic. And if this is like Sonic, or not Sonic, Sega's new direction, all for it. Sega could very well be a... We, we won't joke about Sega as much. Yeah, this was one of the coolest okay, things Okay, Sega does. Yeah, Sega does what Sega does. Um, yeah, super hyped. Sega does what Sega didn't. This, this next one's doing nothing for you, I know that. No. Yeah. Duh. Go for it. Dragon Ball Sparking Zero, which looks like a 3D arena-style fighter in the vein of many other Dragon Ball Z games, if this is like the beloved Budokai or Budokai Tenkaichi games, I don't know, they were on the GameCube and stuff, then people will eat it up. But I also think they announced the fourth one of those, and this might not be it, which makes me think it might suck. I don't know. It didn't look bad, but that's just, I don't know, I like Dragon Ball Z, so that's that's a fine announcement. But moving on. Uh, we the Dragon Ball. What? Uh, the next one up is the casting of Frank Stone, which is a cinematic it's horror a dual project. Okay. So it's it's two companies working on it, from my understanding, or a collab. Uh, so it's set in the Dead by Daylight universe, and uh, who is it? Supermassive Games. What did they do? Why do I know that name? Oh, I knew this. I knew this before we started talking. And I don't remember anymore. That's not Hades, you... is it? No. No, that's Super Giant. I can't remember the name of that studio for some reason. Supermassive Games, The Quarry, Until Dawn. Oh, they're those Dark guys. Series. Okay. Yeah. I, I guess I should have clued into that when I saw Dead by Daylight, but for some reason I thought that was the Friday the 13th kind of survival multiplayer game. Don't know why. Getting names Same mixed up. kind of idea, but. Uh... Yeah, so it's it's two two companies. I don't know who did Dead by Daylight. It doesn't have it in this article I got. But I mean, it's CGI trailer. Let's wait for an actual trailer. Uh, apparently, it's going to be single player. The, I think I read somewhere well, else. Well, okay, so they are narrative type games. They're like choose your own adventure yes. kind of stuff, right? So the whole game is pretty much cinematic. But if it like I'm guessing you mean like in the way that it was clearly not gameplay. Yeah, it was it was not gameplay. Well, that's that's unfortunate. Um, you know what did have gameplay, and probably th- this is this is what wins the game awards for me. <laughs> like th- yes. this is a big deal, even if it this, sucks. This, oh, this was exciting. Oh, Visions of Mana. How how when was the last Mana game? The last Mana game, like proper, not including like Trials remake or ports. Correct. Uh Oh, uh, PS2 era. The last one, and I'm not going to include the mobile game, would have been right. on the original DS. And Ooh. I think if it wasn't Children of Mana, it was Heroes of Mana. Either way, it was when the series was not doing well, and they had really strayed away from what they were, which is a shame because. It is just, it's just my favorite, and this looks pretty good. You know, I'm not going to say it looks mind-blowing, but it looks like a mana game. It doesn't look Looks bad. on par with the, uh, 
with uh, what do you call it? Tr- the Trials remake. It, it's very similar to it, but it seems a little bit more like they got a bit more of a budget to it, right? It seems like they were right. like, hey, we can actually like buckle down and try to make something good. Not that Trials remake was bad, but you can tell that they were working with a very limited budget with that one and cranked out something pretty good with it. As where this looks like they actually wanted to do something, and I'm just happy to see that Mana is back in they, some way. They got the green light. Uh, apparently it's for Switch, which I did not see before. I did see it was for PS4 I and PS5. So as far as I'm aware, until I can confirm it is on Switch, uh, PS5 is probably going to be how I check it out. But yeah, if it is on Switch, I'm doomed to get it there. Even though it's so starting to age. So here is a Mana. Heroes of Mana was the last one I can find. That's not a mobile yeah, game. Yeah, and Heroes of and Mana was, is uh, a real-time strategy game. March 8th, 20, uh, 2007. Whoa. Oh, it's been like 15 years. Yeah. Jeez. So that's damn exciting. That is very exciting. Yeah, no, I, I can't wait to find out more about Visions of Mana when we do our upcoming... Uh, most anticipated games episode you know, we might do at the start of the year like we did last year. This is something I'm going to want to talk about again. Yep. Yeah. Uh, next one. I don't think you're going to know anything about this, but I think I do. And Okay. Ra- Rise of the Ronin? If this is what I think it is, this is a Ninja Turtles game. Because uh, there's a storyline uh, in the Ninja Turtles comic called The Last Ronin. And not to go into yes. great detail, but it's basically uh, all the turtles are dead except one. I'm not going to say who. And he just becomes the most badass thing ever. And I don't know anything. I d- okay, so I'm, I'm going to tell you that you're wrong right now. Ah, see, because I know there is a last Ronin game in development. Yes. this is Rise of the Ronin. So Rise of the Ronin, which is actually done by Team Ninja. That's where I was a little thrown off. I thought it was actually going to be Ghost of Tsushima 2. Oh, really? Yes. So it's it's all like that uh, kind of like old Japanese culture. Okay. In it. A lot of samurai swords and all that kind of stuff. Um, Looks okay. I want to see more gameplay. It's Sony Studios, so it's probably got a pretty good backing to it. Yes. I, I imagine... That uh, it's probably going to be similar to Ghost of Tsushima, if I were going to take a guess. I mean, people liked it, so that's that's not a bad direction to take. Yeah, Team Ninja President, uh, not going to even attempt to say his name, uh, they've wanted to create a game that depicts Japan in its darkest times, setting the Bakumatsu period as an era video games would shy away from. The game settings would also lend itself to well to their expertise, to their experience in making games focused on ninja and samurai, such as Ninja Gaiden and Neo. Hmm. So it's going to be an action-y samurai ninja game. Yep. Yeah, something to keep an eye on. Not Ninja Turtles. Not Ninja Turtles, no. That's unfortunate, but hopefully we get news on that one too, because that sounds neat. Uh, the next one, The Outlast Trials. Um... Yeah, this was just a bunch of, like, reaction videos to, uh, or sorry, not reaction videos, uh, they made it look like a bunch of Twitch streamers playing Outlast and getting scared. I already don't like it, so. but do I like it less 
than this next one. <laughs> uh, I don't know what this is about. This is OD or Odd by Hideo Kojima. And you already had your rant about Kojima. We can, we can leave that one at the beginning of the episode. Uh, as for yes. the game trailer itself, I don't know if this is supposed to be something about like artificial intelligence or what, but all I got from this trailer, other than, yeah, this is something by Kojima, was... I don't know. It, it, it gave me vibes. So the, the trailer is, is just two different people uh, like, separately at first. It's, it's the girl first and then an older man later. And it's, they're repeating the same line with different emotion. Yeah. After each other. Or after they say it once. Like the, the quick brown fox. The quick brown fox. The quick brown fox. Like, kind of like that, right? Yeah. Um, and then it switched to the old man and he had his whole, whole thing. Same idea. And then it's like, okay, cool. And then Jordan Peele comes out. Oh. Okay. Of K and Peele. And he's collaborating with Kojima for this. So they left Norman Reedus and the Incredible Fetus behind. Huh. I thought they were working on Death Stranding too. Was it a sequel or another remaster? Who knows? That man moves. He works like the wind. For which? Oh, Kojima. He's just. Yeah. I'm into this now. Yeah, because. <laughs> Last year, I, th- I think uh, Death Stranding 2 was announced. It sounds like what a happened thing that, that happened. I, I don't know. Huh. But na- na- now he's doing this OD thing. So, and no idea what it is. I can do both. Don't ask me for more Metal Gear. I'm not allowed to do anything with it. Well, it's funny because uh, Death Stranding is PlayStation and OD is Xbox. Oh, that's... Oh, oh. What? That man, that man is up to no good. <laughs> <laughs> He needs to be contained. I don't know. Again, with Kojima, until I know what your game is, I don't care. I'm sorry. I don't care. Yeah. Um, this, Congratulations. This I don't know much about, but um, Jurassic Park Survival? It's just a survival game on Jurassic Park? I'm down. Okay, this... I don't remember seeing any gameplay for it, so I'll hold my... I'm not going to hold my breath, sorry. Even if it's bad, but I'll try it. This... Looked pretty damn good, actually. Oh, that's even better. This this got me a little excited. I am a little upset that it's single player. I get why it's single player, I suppose, but to have Jurassic Park survival akin to, like, the movies. Oh, you know what would be really cool is if it was like, uh, have you ever heard of The Long Dark? Yes. Yeah, if it was like the long dark, but instead of surviving in the Canadian Arctic, you're surviving on the island of dinosaurs or Ila Nubar. Yes, it is nu- Nublar. The, the, the one in the Nublar. movie. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't care. Yeah, no, this. I don't care if it's look- bad. I want to try it. <laughs> it. It looks pretty good. It looked like it took a representation from Jurassic Park 2. Oh, weird. Yes, because it had the Velociraptors spitting their goo, and it showed that as she's running away from well, it. Well, that was in the first one. So that was kind of cool. That's like one of the most iconic... Was that in the first yeah, one? Yeah, that's like the most iconic thought... scene from it when, it when he shoots it at Newman. I thought that was the second no, one. No, I have a leg Lego set depicting that exact scene. Okay, so, okay, even better. Yeah. I'm down very for it. Very charming. My bad. Um, more stuff in... I, I, I think it would be better if it was mul- uh, multiplayer, though. It's... Like, two, two or three people. You're just you're just itching for more arc. I mean, yes, but I'm not looking for a building oh, survived. I can't wait to. Get, I want like a survive. There's a game that I can't wait for us to get to because I want to talk about how dumb it was. Um, 
This is already dumb, though. This is just just rocket racing for Fort. Is is this Rocket League in Fortnite? I don't. I thought it was its own thing, but uh... Fortnite racing game event with Rocket League. That I don't. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. Um, you know what? I thought this came out. This next yeah. one. Yeah. This threw me for a loop. So I knew I know nothing of it. Well, I mean, aside from the trailer. Yeah. But the trailers, I don't know how to begin to even describe the trailer. Okay, I can describe it. It's Journey to the West. Uh, if it was trying to be, I don't think a Dark Souls game is what, like, I know it has, like, heavy deliberate combat, but it's a much more, more akin to, like, your Ninja Gaiden or not as wacky as Devil May Cry, but that kind of gameplay. Okay. Uh, even Bayonetta, I think, is a good comparison. It's that kind of cinematic, but also tricky combat. Um, yeah, this game's been being worked on for a long time, and uh, it looks really cool, and it looks bonkers, but I don't know if it's something I'm going to try. I want to see more on it. Yeah. I want to see more gameplay on it, and I want to see some reviews it on it. It looks good, though. I will give it that. But it... it it raised my eyebrow. So do you want to know what this game is known for? Yes. It was one of the first showcases of Unreal 5. Oh, cool. Yes. So that's where I first discovered this game was about a year and a bit ago. And it has a release date now. It does have a release date, yeah. Um, August 20th, 2024. A lot of these games do not have release dates, by the way. No, but I mean, that's to be expected with uh, the Game Awards, right? Yeah. So, but uh, this uh, this next one, this is also where uh, I get that thought that um, a lot of the stuff was pre-COVID announced because I I know this was announced a while ago, and it we talked about it at the last game awards. Did we? Okay. Um, yeah. Because we were talking about how we hope that uh, uh who did the voice for Batman who passed away? Oh. Mm, I don't remember his name. Oh, now now we're both back. Yeah, but I, I know who you're talking about, and he was the but best. But last year we were talking about how how we hoped that it was good because this was going to be the last thing that his voice was in. Ah, yes, that's right. Um, I don't know. So it, is... it came out, it had a lot of negative reaction since its uh, reveal. Based on that trailer I saw, it looks like it actually might be quite a bit of fun. It looked cool. I want to I want to see how it actually turns out. It looked very multiplayer focused, which could make or break it, right? Yep. So, we, but uh, it it seemed a lot better than the last trailer that we saw. But here's the thing, and this is where like, you know, fingers crossed they can still kind of knock it out of the park, but it is made by Rocksteady, which is the people who did the Arkham games. And those were beloved. Okay. Those were also single-player games. So if this is multiplayer, like, you know, it's, it could go in either yes. direction, right? Didn't look bad, though. I'll give it that. But the graphics didn't look super new. Like, it looked like this game had been in development for a while. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Well, I'm pretty sure they uh, they scrapped a good chunk of it since the last reveal and reworked on it that is also quite possible because it, it got shat on hard yeah i think it was just a cinematic trailer before too right yeah uh warframe getting some getting an update 
yep, getting a new uh, new expansion. That's always cool. Good for Warframe. Uh, haven't played in a few years, but I did enjoy my time with Warframe. This this next thing just genuinely bothers me. Just hey, remember Starfield? They, they want you to play it. Yep, Starfield thing that pops up. Uh, cool. Don't I don't care. Um, what? Banishers Ghost of New Eden? I d- Death to Death I trailer. I think I fell asleep at this point. Um, Pirates, spooky goings <laughs> on, and a hint of Shadow of the Colossus. Uh, don't don't know what to say about that. Or this next game, to be honest. Um, so Ready or Not's been in early access for a little bit. I've seen it on Steam quite a bit. And uh, Run and Gun SWAT game. Cool. All right. Uh, don't don't know anything about this next one. It's by EA. This what? is a new EA original. So it's it's like the it takes two Yosef Par- uh, Faras. It's not sports. So huh? it's it's funded, but it it's like they they're funding indies. Uh, platforming and flashy combat. So okay, so this is so I believe this is. Oh no, it's to a uh, Xbox. I th- I was thinking that this was a VR. Weird. But apparently not. Uh, I can't say I know anything about that. Um, or or this next one. Lost Records, it's from the same people who do the uh, Life is Strange series. It looks like doing that. doing a new IP now. Actually. It didn't look too bad. It ha- admittedly. I mean, it, 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 it's, it's kind of like a 90s uh, thriller movie. Or not, not thriller movie, uh, mystery movie. Going for that. Mystery uh, sci-fi. Going for that Stranger so Things kind of So it's a bunch of, of happy, all, all a bunch of happy kids bouncing around. Then they uh, they come across like this big hole, glowing stuff on the beach. And then weird shit starts happening, like inter- interdimension shit. Oh. I mean, the, those so, games have a really big following. So I'm sure this was yep. big news for some. I am not that some. I'm I'm not a fan of the Life of Strange games. I haven't played them, to be fair. They don't, well, they, I played the first one for a little bit. But I'm glad to see them that they're branching out into a new IP. Yeah. Even if it's going to be the same style, it's it's neat to mm-hmm. see. Um <laughs> Final Fantasy and Apex. No, that's not it. Um First Berserker Kazan? Yes. This is a anime kind of got a word kind of combat game looks kind of neat is it 3d but then i think it's anime yes ah. yeah it's just again 3d action action game genshin impact god of war <laughs> all right they're just doing everything these days and uh, now no <clears throat> this was all kinds of fucky that the... this being announced was okay so they did do the a uh, little or- orchestral uh, music video for Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Yeah. And uh, Jeff comes on on stage right after, and he's like, oh, that's not all for you, all you Final Fantasy fans. And then pops out with the Final Fantasy and Apex Legends crossover. No, see, that's not the kind what? of that's not all you say to Final Fantasy fans. That usually means something good. Yes. Or or it means Final Fantasy VII, the first soldier on mobile. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Dirge of Cerberus remake. Oh, poor Dirge. It uh, uh, was a bad idea. Yeah. 
But they incorporated some of that into the Yuffie DLC, so that was kind of neat. Oh, I, I like how they are taking even the most bonkers parts of the compilation of Final Fantasy VII and making it work now. Yep. Like Johnny. Really to see. Uh, <laughs> what do we... Uh, Skull and Bones. This was... It's still coming. It's been delayed so many times, but it's it's coming. Yeah. This, uh, this actually looks really neat. I'm not holding my breath, though. Uh... Ubisoft doesn't give me much hope, in all fairness. I cannot say I know anything about... Oh, wait, this is the pirate game. Yep. Oh, I guess I would have guessed that from a title like Skull and Bones, but I've actually, like, I recall <laughs> seeing this game before. I'm not just thinking, that must be a pirate game. Like, I do remember this now, and uh, I don't know what it is about pirate games needing to be delayed or always being, like, super ambitious beyond their scale. It's because the open sea and what they want to do to actually make it good is very difficult to do. Pirates can do anything. I mean, anyone can make a giant ocean. Woohoo. What can you put in it? Yeah. yeah. The, the, there's no point uh, if it's just ocean. Next up, we have a, a Wesley Snipes. <sighs> yes, Marvel Blade done by Arcane. He's, you know, not... Wesley Snipes in this, but he'll always be Wesley Snipes in my mind. Uh, this was just, yep. you know, a cinematic trailer, but I'm interested only for the fact that it's Blade. That's just funny to me. It it, it could be done well. I like I did like the art style of the trailer. I yes, was, and Arcane does good work unless Redfall. <laughs> oh no! And their experience doing vampires so far is not up to good snuff. Uh oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> We're seeing a trend. <laughs> so, I think it's really funny that they made a vampire game. It failed. So now they're making Blade to kill the vampires. <laughs> oh, that is kind of humorous irony. Um, <laughs> what do we got? I like what it. What do we got next? We got uh, Twisted Metal gets another season on uh, on Peacock. TV. Yes, Anthony Mackie came out, said everyone shut up and that they're, he loves them. Ah, yes, that's that right. That was... Oh, fuck me. Well... Uh, Last Sentinel. Oh, this um, was another... <laughs> this was another uh, long CGI trailer. Or not even CGI, like... Well, I guess it was, but cinematic. Yeah. And... Cinematic. All I can say about it is, like, when the cop lady busted into the door, and I can't remember what she says. is something along the lines of, like, you know, you have to come with me. But it straight up was expecting her to say, like, you know, come with me if you want to live. And it's just... Yeah. Just, again, like I said with Exodus, is like, you know, generic sci-fi game being sci-fi. So... I will say this. it's, it's It looked kind of neat, but uh, I'm cinematic trailers don't do it. That, that's pretty much my reaction when it comes to a lot of these. Show me gameplay or get out of here. Um, the first Descendant? Yes. Robots? Jetpacking robots. Yeah, this this was a weird trailer. Uh, again, all s- just cinematic. Um, I don't know what to make of it. I don't even know how to describe it. Things running around, grappling off this giant like god robot, trying to save someone who's just looking in water. Yeah. All right then. Don't know what kind of game it is. It going off the cinematic trailer. Neat. Is it actually going to be good? Who fucking knows? We got, we got quite a few looking cinematic trailers coming up 
of things that I'm not going to yeah. know. Um, what do we got here? So, um, Mecha Break. Well, it, or not Mecha Break. Zenless Zone Zero. Yes. Anime style robots. Laser beams. That, that's all I've got to go with, so let's go with that. Um, <laughs> mecha Break. Fast Place Multiplayer Mech Combat Game. Uh, so... I'm under the impression that this is going to be a free-to-play thing, and... Probably. I don't know, maybe if it's going to be like a Battle Royale-esque, maybe not play like one, but that, you know, just online lobbies, all that stuff. Armored Core? Neat. Will I play it? If it's free? Maybe. Uh, but I don't... You'll you'll check it out for the multiplayer aspect. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Helldivers, why does that sound familiar? So this was announced a while ago, I think. Mm. Um, maybe last year. Uh, looks like quite a. It looks more over the shoulder versus its top-down kind. Helldivers one. Hmm. Uh, this actually looks pretty good. Shooting aliens and shit. Well, uh, I'll have to check that out because it doesn't have much info on here. Uh, Space Marine two. This was also announced a while ago. Now this is Warhammer series, right? Yeah. 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 So and this was a cinematic trailer as well. Not much going on. Big war zone and cuts to a guy getting armor stamped onto him. I mean, Warhammer games are all over the place when it comes to genres and quality. Uh, but they always look really cool. I'll give them that. They always do look really good. And then they turn out trash. Uh, a lot of Wizard of the Coast stuff uh, seems to be like that. Uh, is this is this like Alan Wake 2, the, the, the Broadway musical? What is this? <laughs> yes, they did a uh, live orchestral of the Herald of Darkness live. Okay. Uh, was really good. Probably going to hear it in this episode somewhere. Uh, GTFO, Admittedly. the final chapter. So GTFO, the final chapter, gets the trailer. Uh, GTFO is a wonderful game that I wish I had more time in. And to have good time with it, you need good teammates. And I got no teammates. Ah, uh, that would... That, I, I actually... You know what? I remember you telling me about when you were getting into this game. Yes. Yeah. So when when it was just me and my buddy, and my buddy doesn't have a PC anymore, so... Mm. But, uh, yeah, very... It's, it's a horror stealth slash not stealth heist style game where a bunch of prisoners are, like, put into a hole and you got to do something for the warden. And the place is filled with mutants and shit. It's absolutely terrifying, and it really... Gets the hairs on the back of your neck standing up, even though that you're with friends. Um, very, very difficult. Like, holy shit difficult. Interesting. Uh, so it's getting its final chapter. I don't know if you can go back and play any of the previous chapters now. Because it was like almost live service, so each every couple months there was new levels. Uh, completely different levels. I gotcha. But this is eight, and I think each one had like four or five different zones. Oh, wow. So they've been pumping it up, and then they're now coming out with a new game, which is like a sci-fi heist. I think Payday series sci-fi. Is this this Den of Wolves? Yes. Ah. So this could be neat. Yeah, heist games. I mean, I the multiplayer games aren't so much my cup of tea, but I mean, neat? No. Uh, next up is... Exoborn. This will give me burnout after reading this. We went from first person to first person to uh, first person. Uh, Sci-fi extraction shooter. What does that even mean? Uh, so 
I'm glad the article this that I'm reading trailer that it comments on that there's too many cinematic trailers. Yes, this is a cinematic trailer. Guy, uh, two people are fighting. Guy gets smashed through the window, and it's a giant tornado outside. So he lands on a bus. Uh, then he gets away from the tornado and lands on the ground in a parachute. Mm-hmm. And the bad guy comes down and parachutes with him and then gets kicked out. I don't know what's going on, but action. everyone has an exosuit. Things happening in an action-y way because it's an action-y game. Buy it yes. now. With, with a sprinkle of sci-fi. Uh, sure. <laughs> Give me gameplay, goddammit. Yeah. Um, Fallout TV so show. This, yep. It's, it's coming. It's coming. Uh... Was kind of funny because, like, Todd Howard wasn't addressed at all throughout the entire ceremony. That does make me giggle. I, I, I and uh, except for this moment when this came on. So they came on, they started talking, couldn't hear the guy talk because he was talking away from the mic. Uh, showed us a little trailer, but the guy in the power armor suit who's on stage with them, who's quote unquote the bodyguard, he's just taps the one guy and he points over to Todd Howard. He's like, Your boss is here. <laughs> It's like, ah, that's, that's all right. That, that, that's a cheeky little reference, yep. Yep. Um, oh, this is made by... Okay, first of all, what's what's Polya? I don't know. I feel like this was one of those scissor reel things that just kind of... It just says it's it's coming to... It's it just for Switch. <laughs> and yeah. It looks like a cozy Zelda, now. I guess. I don't know. I've got nothing to go off of that one. Yeah, I, I don't remember anything being Zelda-like. Um... I guess if we've at this point, like, you know, in the odd event, uh, we don't we don't want to be called out for. We are using the reference from the website trueachievements.com. We are not trying to blatantly yes. copy what they have to say. <laughs> we're, we're using it for their, for just like a rundown because you go to IGN or anything, they leave a lot of shit out. And yeah, we're leaving some shit out too. That's why I've... Like I've, Kalia, we don't remember. But at the same time... Or in my case, didn't When see. things like Pony Island 2 aren't on IGN... Come the fuck on. Okay. Give us everything, then we can at least mention it. So even if we don't know what we're talking about. Knowing that this is from the devs of No Man's Sky, the trailer makes a little bit more sense to me. But uh Okay. So this whole <laughs> I'm 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 not gonna lie, I'm a bit of a fan of Sean Murray, just for how well he has handled himself recently. And by recently I mean like throughout this uh the whole No Man's Sky situation. Yeah, he lied. Um, but he's really turned things around and now I don't know if he's nervous or if he has, uh, how could I say this nicely? <sighs> I don't know how to, he's, how to shy. Approach it properly. he's, he's certainly shy. He's shy Sean um, Murray. Shy Sean Murray. Let's go with that. Um, but he, he was clearly nervous. And he's talking about this and he's like, yeah, we, we wanted to make like real mountains. And it's it's essentially like take No Man's Sky in his size. How it's the giant freaking universe. We'll make, make it fantasy. It well, make it just Earth fantasy. Yeah. So it's just one planet, but the size of the planet is the entire planet. Massive. So when I was watching the trailer for this game, like, obviously knowing nothing about it. Uh, you want to know what I thought it was initially? What? I thought it was Arc 2. Oh. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, no mention of Arc Two, just Arc uh, Remastered. Um, yeah, and and honestly, this trailer I found incredibly boring because, and I'm I'm too, I'm sorry to Mr. Sean Murray. I know that uh, this is clearly something you're putting a lot of work in, but I watched this trailer. I'm like, it's just different modes of transportation. It's just either people walking yep. <laughs> or driving or riding. Like, I don't even know if I saw any combat, if not by the player character anyway. Just just travel. <laughs> and yep. knowing more about it, like, now that I know that it's the creator of No Man's Sky, like, I know that's kind of the point. But at the same time, just the whole trailer... Modes of transportation, the game. Um, I think the only reaction it got out of me was, is that a fucking hummingbird? Um, so, not for me at I'm, all, I'm, but... I'm intrigued to see what it could be. I, it, mangas do, does good work. It might take them a while sometimes, the, the, but... There, there might be some, uh, some building and stuff too so and i'm always up for that if, if i can play with friends yeah it, it's definitely the um, kind of game that benefits from that so one really funny thing about it is after the game awards uh on twitter sean murray posted a little picture and i don't know who ethan gosh is but said okay sean don't overpromise this time just say we've been working on something and show some clips quote unquote I'm making earth big capital letters <laughs> and it's just him saying fuck oh no <laughs> um, yeah so he's he, he clearly knows well and understands what happened with no man's sky and being a good sport about it I and I generally am thinking just how he was on stage like he was very very nervous about being there but you could see he was a little excited I mean, it seems like quite the thing to announce. No Man's Sky, yeah. even if it's got some notoriety to it, is very beloved, and everyone knows what it is. Not everyone, but, you know. Yep. It's a big deal. It is. Yeah. So, and he did mention that it's still, like, 12 people working on it, so. Um, this we're, we're coming up to the end of these couple announcements here. We got a couple small ones. Uh... Yes. Next is uh next one was pretty neat. Some DLC for uh, Final Fantasy 16, which yes, two two new DLCs. One that released just shadow dropped at the announcements. Hmm. Like literally, like there was no warning about it. It's just like, hey, available now. Wow. As in the next one's available in spring. Um. So having played through the games, was there any like anything spoilery about these announcements or are these pretty standalone looking for being like, you know, continue the adventures with your best friend, Clive. Um, yes. Very spoilery. Oh, okay. Well, in that case, then I won't inquire too much. I will just say like my thoughts on the, what was said in the trailer. I don't know what was said for what DLC, but I could tell they were really trying to tug on the old nostalgia because they mentioned the Magitek War, which don't tell me if that is or isn't a thing in uh, Final Fantasy 16, but it is a thing in Final okay. Fantasy 6, which is near and dear to my heart. And then they also, <laughs> in the trailer, uh, mentioned that, you know, we will have to contact my allies from the town of Mysidia. And it's just like, that's the magic town that was in the, like, six other games. That's the Final Fantasy <laughs> game. I know that. Um, so, I don't know. Like, I, I kind of want to try 16 one day. It's... It, you said that you liked it, and I didn't. I, I really did enjoy yeah. it. Um, but it did really feel that they were just like, hey, hey, for those of you who are like really up, it still has Final Fantasy stuff in it. You might want to look at it. <laughs> um, didn't look bad, though. I mean, 
Hard to say if it's my favorite version of Sid or not. But if it's not, it's very close. Oh, we haven't touched on the the Final Fantasy remake uh, Rebirth trailer. No, what? because it didn't show. Oh, is this like not until like the very end? No, they, they didn't show a trailer. Oh, no? No. Where did the trailer come from then? I don't know. Oh. I... They, they show. Oh, you know what it was? Ah. It was when they did the orchestral music video thing. Oh, okay. There was no actual trailer. It's just a music video that they had live performance for. Oh, well, I watched it thinking and as if it was a trailer, and uh, I am even more hyped than I was before. Still excited. Oh, um, a lot of spoilers yeah, so, in that trailer. So, Final Fantasy 16 DLC. Yeah, uh, don't watch it if you haven't played and you intend to play. Okay, <laughs> I will forget everything I heard. Um, well, just because it shows characters that it shouldn't. <laughs> All right, I just know who Clive is, so I'll just I'll just remain with that. Um, this next one. I guess was a big deal given all the awards it won and all the praise it's gotten. Honestly, to me, yep. this feels like a sizzle reel announcement. It's Alan Wake 2's getting a new game plus, everybody. Yep. Um, all right. And Final Surprise drops on Xbox. Okay, yay. Oh, oh. That's uh, Twitch okay. stuff. So I just want to point it. Uh, so for those who may not know, here's a little bit of a behind the scenes. Uh, we use Discord. When we are having these conversations. And yes. when I hopped on to Discord tonight, one of my buddies is playing the finals right now. <laughs> uh, it's funny enough, is actually uh, my uh, canonical buddy who comes and chills sometime. Hey, how's it going? I'm watching you. Um, so I thought that was That's very, because I did see the trailer for this, and this was just just a bonker cinematic trailer it's... for a multiplayer kind of shooter game. Yeah, so this was um, kind of neat. It's like game show shoot each other. I, I don't know. It's a game show shoot each other. Yeah, it it it's a neat concept. I'm out of the the first person shooters. Honestly, let's let's be honest. Uh, for multiplayer,s anyways. Um, yeah. Now, now, so we have... Shadow dropped right there. It's the, the guy, when he was announcing on the stage, he's like, and uh, keep an eye at the end of the trailer to see uh, when it's going to be released because uh, it may be sooner than you think. So, yeah, as much as... And it's like, out now. As much as I don't care about this kind of style of game and all that whatnot, and also, like, because it is funny they call it the finals. It's one of the last things announced. The second last thing announced, precise. Um... You know, for a free-to-play kind of game, that seems a little lackluster. But to shadow drop it along it, that's all right. That's that's not a bad way to do an announcement. Yeah, that, that's pretty but cool. fuck that, because I'm hyped about this. Um, Monster Hunter Wilds. Oh, oh. Stole it from you. Oh, okay, so I didn't... Not till 2025. That's but... fine. They can take as long as they need. Uh, so I didn't play Monster Hunter World. Uh, I did play the shit out of Rise and previous entries but it looks like it's gonna be like kind of best of both worlds they realized some things like there was like a riding chicken lizard that could fly and run on all fours and stuff which is like they took the speed and uh mobility that you could get in monster hunter rise but it also seems like they limited it so you can't just like fight off of your mount as much as you could i don't know 
But yep. the one thing that's amazing about the Monster Hunter games is they're always refining their formula with each new entry. And, oh, oh, gonna hit big lizards with a big hammer on the PS5. And wear their skin. And wear their skin. Um, <laughs> gotta, gotta keep bringing up that callback. That is a that is an old callback now. I Yes. Congratulations to everyone who's caught all, I think that's the third time now? Either way. Something like that. Either way. Um, and that... Is everything that was announced at the Game Awards, and I'm really hot in this box. Um, <laughs> so I guess we should probably get to our final thoughts on this whole shebang, shouldn't we? Yeah, uh, for an award show, pretty piss poor. Yeah, yeah, I didn't watch it, and I don't think I'm going to go out of my way to. I got everything I needed from reading and talking about it. Yeah, um, I don't even think we said the name, but Lights No Fire, or Light No Fire is the Hello Games game. Oh. That looks kind of neat. DLC for Final Fantasy 16, pretty cool. I'm interested to see where uh, Monster Hunter Wilds goes. Okay, so... And Visions of Mana. Yeah, I was just going to say... Is what I'm top, excited for. Top three things from... this. What are your top three announcements from this whole thing? Visions of Mana. That's number one? Was, I'd say so, I, yeah. I would also say that's number one for me. Light No Fires has a lot of my interest. Because it's very much a genre that I need to stop saying I don't care about. Because I really do fucking care about Monster it. Hunter. <laughs> just, just, just Monster Hunter. And Mon- Monster yeah. Hunter, I think I'm I'm excited for. The DLCs are exciting. Yeah. But I'm in no rush. Yeah. I will wait for a second playthrough. My, my number three, and probably the one that was the most out of left field, and I'm kind of cheating with this, but it's the Sega stuff. Hands down. That's yep. so cool. Um, and as much as I want to say, you know, it's Final Fantasy VII, we already knew about that, so that's disqualified. Oh, oh, gotta change it. Sorry, not Monster Hunter, Pony Island 2. Ha, ah, that's right. That was at the beginning. It's hard to remember. Oh. It is hard to remember. So hot in this box. But yeah, that's, that's the Game Awards for me. It's pretty lackluster, but man, it's back, baby. Uh. Yep. Uh, Sega's trying to come back. Um. Did we make any predictions? Oh, no, yeah. My my top three went um, Mana, Monster Hunter, and then the Sega stuff. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah, 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 yeah. And if I had to yeah. pick one specific out of the Sega stuff announced, it's Shinobi. That looked really cool. Yes. But. Absolutely. Yeah. Predictions? Uh, I think we did give a couple predictions, but uh, I don't think either of us. I don't remember what they were if we did. I, I was hoping for, like, uh, Silent Hill 2 news. Yeah, I don't know if I said and it, a, but... Um, I I don't think we'll actually see Konami at the Game Awards just because of the hard on that Jeff Keighley has for Hideo Kojima. I know you hurt my boy, but uh, it would have been nice to see a Castlevania or a Mega Man, and I didn't get a Castlevania or Mega Man, but I get it because they're making Monster Hunter, and it's a very busy task. Yes, but, yeah, absolutely. That's, uh, that's about all I got for this one. How about yourself? That's all I got, unless you want to hear me bitch more, and I don't really want to bitch anymore. No. I, w- I want to be satisfied that there's a new Mana game coming this, in Pony Island This too. is a happy place, except when, this is a happy when place. I'm talking about IGN lists about the Game Boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, so, I'd say that's it for me. That's it for me. This has been long enough. Uh, this has been the Optional Boss Podcast. This is episode 30. Oh, we didn't announce oh, that, 30. did we? 
We didn't. We just got right into Usually, it. Usually, I'm pretty uh, yeah, good about that, saying, hey, this is what one we're on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow, 30 episode extravaganza. Uh, thanks for listening, so people. If, if, if you've listened for 30 episodes, thank you so much. If you listened to one, thank you very much. Uh, if you have any comments, questions, concerns, want to talk to us, we are on Twitter and Instagram at OptionalBossPC. Feel free to shoot us a message, DM, or... Post on one of the many things that I'm saying on there. <laughs> we'll go with that. Yeah. Take care, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye.